is Mitch Wisniewski, and welcome to the Broadway Beat Podcast. It's episode one. Who's excited? I am. Today, I have the awesome Kristen Stokes on my podcast with me today. She is... There she is. <laughs> she plays Annabeth in the Lightning Thief musical, which just reunited for a reunion concert last night. She's a dancer, an actress, a singer, and an all-around mm-hmm. very sweet and wonderful human. So let's get into it. Kristen, what's going on? Hey, Mitch. What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. So how, like, just let's just jump right into, well, first, we'll, we can talk about the concert in a second. Let's okay. jump right into the biggest news breaking right yes. now as we, I know. as we record. As we record. Lightning Thief is going on tour. It is. Going on tour, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. We we had no idea this was in the works. Um, we, as in uh, the cast, we um, after we did our concert last night, our producer um, gathered us around and she told us the big news. And um, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's it's really all thanks to the fans. The fans for the Lightning Thief have been out of control amazing wonderful a dream and you know the fans demanded more and so people have been working really hard um to give this show a life and so it's going to start with a national tour and who knows what's going to happen after the tour so we'll see (laughs) who knows what's going to happen well the (laughs) tour is far in the future it's fall of 2018 which Uh is in a full year from now but full year yeah I mean, you never know it. it you, like you said, you never know what happens. Exactly, and it take. I mean, they wanted to get something started, like literally right after we closed off Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, things have been in the works. They've been working super, super hard. Um, but you know, uh, like all things in business, um, things take uh, a long time sometimes. And so when you um, are on a tour. Uh, it actually takes a year for them because they have to advertise. They have to book all the theaters, so it's a year minimum. Usually, once a tour decides to go out, it's kind of like you have to wait a year before it can actually go out. And so, um, so yeah. So this is kind of like the fastest route, even though it's a year from now, of us getting out there and saying what's up to the fans. Already Twitter is, like, blowing up. It's great. <laughs> oh, I love fa- Can I just say really quickly, I love fans on Twitter. They will, like, you could be like, hey, guys, I'm having, like, oatmeal for the breakfast this morning. And they'll be like, yeah, it's Kristen Stokes, queen of oatmeal. <laughs> totally. Like, I love, I love Twitter fans. Totally. Well, I had to ask, um, I, there was, like, one, like, a few weeks where I kept getting comments on, like, K-Stoked is the sweetest cinnamon roll that ever cinnamon rolled. And I was oh, like, the cinnamon oh, roll thing? No, the cinnamon roll. And then I finally had to ask um, uh, the person who does the Lightning Thief Twitter, which is still a mystery for most of the fans. The Lightning Thief Twitter on its own has been like its own. They have their own fans. Like people are like, whoever does the Lightning Thief Twitter is amazing. Like, they, are they also they a cinnamon nailed- roll? They've nailed it. They're also a cinnamon roll, but they had to explain to me what a cinnamon roll was. And I was like, I was like, oh, I thought it was, what did I originally think a cinnamon roll was? It's just like a sweet person, right? Like a sweet person. Yeah. Like a, she said it was something like, like purity or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah, I've heard, I heard I it's like, like pure, sweet, I, like good, just like a good person. Yeah. I totally love that. Like I, a person I who I wouldn't like, get uh, snake emojis. 
tweeted at them. <laughs> which is to some degree, roll? I also, like, I don't know which side of that you want to be. Like, there is no cinnamon <laughs> roll, mo, roll emoji. I kind of want some snakes. If you're listening yeah, to this, please tweet snake. snake emojis at me. <laughs> Please tweet cinnamon roll. I thought it was because, like, when I smile, you know, my little, like, cheeky. So I was like, oh, cinnamon roll cheeks? Oh, cool. That's super cute. (laughs) Okay, so we've got the Lightning Thief tour. Let's Mm -hmm. move into, um, as this is a real news podcast. That's right. We're talking about some news right now. And then we get into fan questions later, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Chill. Okay, so Broadway news, Lightning Thief musical happened great we'll talk about the reunion concert in a second but this is i think some of the biggest broadway news that's happening right now ben platt leaving jeremy hansen yes he is i wrote the dumbest can i just say i wrote the dumbest intro into this story (laughs) soon soon we are going to to be okay soon we are going to be tap tap tapping on the trench Taylor Trench, who is currently <laughs> starring as Barnaby in the Tony-winning revival of Hello, Dolly, is set to step into the role of Evan Hansen in mid-January of 2018. Now, I love it. <laughs> have you seen the Hello, Dolly revival? No, I haven't yet. I watch, I mean, that and Dear Evan Hansen are like the two hottest pricey tickets right now. Yeah. So they're on, my, they're on my list. My mom is actually, shout out to Lori Stokes. Shout um, out. My mom is coming in the fall to New York, and she's like, I got tickets to Evan Hansen, but it's like just for her because they're really expensive. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll see how it is, whatever. That's, oh, right. that's so funny. So, but before Taylor Trench steps into the role, uh, yes. Noah Galvin, who's best known uh-huh. for his role as Kenny on ABC's The Real O'Neills, will play the role beginning November 21st after Ben Platt departs on November 19th. Yes. That's a that's a big. I just whenever These I think of, whenever I think of this uh, Noah Galvin as plays Kenny. There's there's a video mm-hmm. on YouTube. It was like a clip from the Real O'Neills where he's just uh-huh. like in full '80s workout wear, uh, <laughs> oh doing God. like like because it, it's like it, how he dreams like the gym is gonna be he's in full like 80s workout wear with like a sweatband <laughs> and short shorts like with these tiny weights singing let's get physical <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, that's, that's him like working out for for dear evan hansen yeah i'm like is this is, <laughs> <laughs> that's is this this is the new evan hansen i'm i'm that's into right. it right Oh my god! This but is I'm so sure he, funny. he's going to be great. He's going to be great. Yeah, he's going to be great. I haven't seen actually Real O'Neill, so that I've was a good little recommendation. Literally, only seen that clip. <laughs> <laughs> so. I need to watch it. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm. A, I I have to tell you, I am so pumped to see Taylor um, as Evan Hansen. Uh, Taylor and I, we actually know each other. I'm like such a huge fan of his. Mm-hmm. He's always like, oh, no, I'm a fan of yours, which I'm like, don't make me blush, Taylor. You're the bomb. <laughs> um, Taylor and I actually, we did a reading of Be More Chill together. Oh, cool. One of the first readings he played, um, oh gosh, see, it was so long ago, I can't remember the lead character's name. Uh, he played um, Jeremy. He okay, played okay, Jeremy yeah. in yeah. it. And then um, I played, because the writer of Be More Chill, Joe Trace, is also. Um, the writer for Lightning Thief. And yeah. so Joe was like, I've been working on this character. Um, I think you should like come play her. And I was like, okay. And so I got to be um, the original Jenna Rowland. And oh, so cool. um, 
uh, that big number, the uh, rich set of fire and he burned down the house. I got to be the first one to sing it. And it was so much fun. But um, Taylor and I, we got to know each other in that read. And well, that's a great, just a great little segue apart. into yeah. uh, the next story. That's actually not in the script, but I just thought of it while we were um, talking about Be More Chill. They're, aren't yeah. they doing, they're doing a new production of Be More Chill. Are they? Well, okay. Well, there's casting no, for I it, think, right? I saw a casting I, call for it. Well, so this is what's happening. I think so. Be more chill is now licensed. Oh, okay. Um, and so this is a different company. So it's not like it's like the Broadway, um, you know, company yeah. uh, or the one who did it at uh, Two River Theater, mm-hmm. uh, which the lovely George Salazar. Oh, yeah. Who nailed it. He was also, that's actually how I met George Salazar was doing that. Oh, was he in the reading as well? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. He No, he's been like Michael forever. That part, that song was written for him. So he's been crushing it since the beginning. Um, But yeah, I, I believe that's another, just another theater company who was smart. And they were like, this is an awesome show and totally. we should do it. Because it is. It is it's hilarious. Such a good show. Such a good it's show. hilarious. And that's yeah. cool because then, you know, that show can get other people more can live, see it. More live, more recognition. It does. It deserves to be done. It's yes, so... It's such... Speaking of one of these new musicals. Yes. The St. James Theater is about <laughs> to get Frozen. The new Frozen musical has set the date for its opening night on Broadway. The new musical, which is currently playing at an out-of-town engagement in Denver, which I feel like is very fitting because it's like mountains. I know, it's cold there. It's cold in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) They will officially open on March 22nd of 2018, but if you want to catch it before opening night, the preview performances will begin on February of 2018. So, Kristen, are you a mega fan of the movie Frozen? I'm not, I don't know if I'm a mega fan because I'm not five years old. Yeah, no, I don't know I, if I can ever, sure. like, I, when I think of a mega fan, I think of the five-year-old, you know, that I babysat who was like, but you didn't do the quick change. Like, we need all, like, who knows, like, every movement of, like, every step of Frozen. Yeah. Uh, but I am a huge fan. I saw it, and I was, like, definitely blown away. The story, I'm a big person on, like, how's the story. Um, the story was incredible. The music was incredible. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm really excited to see it, actually. There's a lot of elements. Like, the other day I was thinking about, um, you know, when she makes the whole uh, snow mountain in the castle. I'm like, how yeah. are they going to do that? I saw, I saw once it was a drag queen performance online. Yeah, it was this like it was a drag queen dressed up as Elsa, and she had like a snow, a snow elf <laughs> behind her, like just spraying like white spray. And I was like, if they don't do this on Broadway, I'm gonna officially, I'm gonna officially distance myself from the show. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, AKA hint hint. Broadway. Yeah, get it done. I mean, get they could do. It. I think probably with the. I, I don't know anything. I haven't seen the. Uh, but it, uh, you know how in Anastasia, in Anastasia right now, there's a lot of different like projections and trains and kind of stuff. So yeah, it'll probably be right. something like that, which is which is amazing because yeah. it's like then you get that um, whole projection design and that whole uh-huh. full set. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. No elf. Yeah, no, no snow elf. <laughs> <laughs> Though that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. So here's some fun off Broadway news. In addition to you know Lightning Thief going on tour. This is just uh-huh. this is just a little fun story that I found. I was like, this is this is an interesting story. Friends, the musical parody, look at the hit show, is uh, officially going to be off Broadway. It um, will have a run at the St. Luke's Theater. Uh, the six-member cast will include 
Landon Zwick as Ross, Seth Blum as Chandler, Lisa Gray as Monica, Katie Johantgen as Phoebe, Patricia Sabulas as Rachel, and Alan Trinka as Joey. The show will run October 13th through December 31st. Now, similarly, are you are you a friend a Friends fan? Uh, you can count me a mega Friends fan. Okay. I am a huge Friends fan. In fact, my uh, like one of my oldest um, friends, like we've known each other since first grade. She texted me about this, like the first Broadway announcement. I was like, hey, <laughs> Jessica, how do you know about this before I do? She's like, you know, she, she we used to perform, but like now she's like, you know, she has like a real person job now. And she texted me, she's like, they're bringing friends to our Broadway. We need to see this. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, we do. It's exciting. Is there, okay, so, so is there a friend that you like, since you're a big fan, is there yes. a friend that you don't like necessarily like? Or do you like all Okay. Can I tell you? Oh, gosh. I should have pulled up. Let me see if I can do this while I'm here. Um, there has been a scandalous, but I totally agree with, um, Twitter rant going around the internet right now. Have you seen this? It's a hundred. It's a hundred um, tweet rant. A hundred tweets? Yeah. hundred tweets. And I read all of them. It's, <laughs> it's an essay. Guess what? It's important. It's important. It's like a um, thesis everyone paper. Everyone should read it. And um, this girl, her name is Claire, I believe. Oh, I need to get my facts straight. Um, she wrote um, this whole, um, I say it's a rant, but it's more of like an educational essay. Like an in-depth, uh, like, like a Twitter thread, a Twitter thread. Yeah. Uh, her name is, uh, Claire Willett. Okay. Let me see. I'm so excited. Over here. Let me find her. Claire Willett. <laughs> yeah. But she thread. has a thing and she, I think she has like a separate account for what this, like Claire, uh, for what this, um, friends, uh, Oh, she has a whole separate account for her friends? Maybe for the like, friends. Uh, anyway, but if you follow her, you'll be able to okay. trace her. It's at Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E-W-I-L-L-E-T-T. -T, Claire Willett. Well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, not to ruin it, but it's basically her, like, uh, her whole... Oh my god! It's been a while since I've written something. Once, it's like you know, like the whole point of the of the essay is like Joey and Rachel when they got together. It was like a joke. That was like the joke of Friends. It was like mm -hmm. you're jumping the shark. You've gone too far. Like we get it. Chandler and Monica are together, but like, why are you trying to put Joey and Rachel together? Like this yeah. is crazy. And it didn't last. And everyone's like, well, that was a joke. Her totally. rant is how that actually was the perfect relationship oh and gosh. Ross and, and Ross and Rachel are not good for each other. And, that's a, that's uh, a definitely what an unpopular opinion. I yes? know, but once you read this, you're like, you've changed my mind and you've changed I, my life. Claire. I love, I love like big long threads that do that, that just completely change your perspective. My yeah, friend was, mine and Jitsu. we were sitting in a rehearsal and my friend passed his phone around and it was this, he just made everyone read this entire like Buzzfeed rant article about how, um, Louis, uh, what is it? One of the One Direction members, his baby uh -huh. is fake. <laughs> like how he faked his baby. 
And what? We were waiting for a director to come in, and then the director comes in, and we're just like, the baby's fake. The baby's fake. Every single person there is just talking, like, yeah, it's totally fake. She staged the pictures. Oh, the baby's what? fake. So, oh my God. <laughs> that's also a rant thread that exists out in the world. Okay, I'll, that's that. You look at the friends' rant, I'll look at the fake baby rant. Oh, for sure. Okay, totally. Um. So, yeah, so I, I, I would have to say Ross. Like, Ross. Ross is not, yeah. I, mean, I must. When I, I have was to watching confess. the show, I was like into him, but then after this rant, I'm like, actually, you're totally right. He's a jerk, and Ross is the worst. Yeah. I am not a huge fan of Friends. I've watched it casually, like with <sighs> friends. Someone, yeah, I know, I'm the worst. Someone will put it's it. It's okay. I mean, I maybe it's like dated now. I think I'm gonna. Oh. No, no. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get into it. Like, I think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna like because I just haven't invested myself in it. I've I've been yeah. watching other shows, you know. Yeah. And I think now I think I'm gonna need a good like just light sitcom. Oh yeah. I think it's still on Netflix. Alright, yeah. I'm officially or committing. Or turn on like any local cable channel, TBS, USA. I feel like it's on one of those. It like, just dominates the, the airwaves. It's like Seinfeld. It's always going to be on two times at 7 and 7.30, <laughs> like every day. I love it. I love it. So that's so Ross. I mean, for me, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't particularly care for Monica. I don't know. She just seemed yeah. kind of like, she seemed, but she, cause she's more of like the straight character and then everyone else. She yeah, she's a little OCD. She's a little yeah. OCD. Yeah, but I, again, I've watched, like, sure. I'm just a casual watcher, not a true Friends yeah. fan. Okay, so <laughs> we're almost done with the news, because this was um, news. But our last news story of the week is <laughs> last night, the, cat of, the cast of The Lightning Thief reunited for a special concert event in celebration of the recent cast album release, which debuted at number three on the Billboard Ooh. cast album charts. Let's talk about it for a sec. Yeah. How, what was it? How was it? How was it to be singing with those people again? Oh my God! I, they're just like some of my best friends. Like we love each other so much, and um, and that's rare. It's rare to like not only get in a show that is amazing. It's well written. The music is so much fun to sing. Um, the story is great. It's so much fun. But then, let alone you're with a group of people that you just love being around and you're all the same sorts of weird oh, you know totally. we are we are the camp we are camp half blood we are like the misfits everyone has like add like our <laughs> rehearsal rooms like bless our director stephen bracket because we go off on tangents like every five seconds everyone's like <laughs> running around no one can stand still like it is, and, and no, we can't get anything done because we're just, like, making each other laugh, like, for eight hours of rehearsal. And then we're like, okay, wait, we need to focus. That sounds and, so fun. Um, so it was great. It was so much fun. And, and it was great to do the concert. Um, one of our producers was there, and she was like, it was kind of like watching you guys in rehearsal. It was like a good balance between, um, you know, the stage show and then mixing in like kind of our own personalities and how we actually interact with each other. Um, and so make each other laugh. And so it, it was fun. It was a blast. We like shut down the hotel like we were there so late. So amazing. <laughs> what was what, uh, what was your favorite song to sing? Oh, gosh. I, um, I don't know. I love singing all of them. Uh, Littlest Minotaur was one of the new songs that we brought. So we got to sing, um, we did songs from the album, and then Rob 
uh, uh, who wrote all the music. We included a few bonus songs that have either been cut or he has like tooled around with. And so Littlest Minotaur was actually an inside joke from like the very, very first workshop we ever did. Mm-hmm. And it would always like come back into the room, like all the different like reiterations and casts. And so Rob wrote the song, The Littlest Minotaur, which is based off of like uh, a few days of rehearsal when we were trying to figure out, okay, how do you make a minotaur? Um, we used like two guys and then me like on top of their shoulders with a giant minotaur <laughs> head on. And, and then they were like, now roar, Kristen. And I was like, roar! And they're like, this is ridiculous. Like, no. And then I'd like get off their shoulders and be walking around. I'm like five, three and three quarters. So not that tall. And I have this huge minotaur head on. And they're like, oh, it's the widowest minotaur. Oh. You feel sad. And so then Rob wrote this song called The Widowest Minotaur. And so that was really fun to get to to get to sing that. Um, I don't know. I love I love singing. Uh, Bring on the monsters is really fun. Mm-hmm. Drive I've always said is one of my favorite songs. I love singing with the bull- um, Oh, and I love singing "Put You in Your Place" with Sarah Beth. We just get to like '80s hair metal belt in each other's faces, and it's the best thing. That's and of so course, fun. Grand Plan. Yeah, Grand Plan. that's it. I mean. I'm not saying that's my favorite song, but that may or may not be but my favorite not, song. But you're not saying it. I'm not not saying it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And it was so great to do um, the original intro and outro to that song. I um, it, it really, like, brings it home for me to kind of, um, in the beginning, the original intro, it was actually a solo song, and then we were like, well, it doesn't work. It's just like a whole moment for Annabeth. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of have to keep story moving so we used it as a training montage as annabeth training percy you know to be a better fighter to be better you know and through it she's kind of aggressively telling her side of the story but originally it was her by herself kind of taking a moment alone and uh the beginning intro is talking about all these like famous heroes and how they're all men and she wants to be like the first girl to kind of like step up and be like known and you know, how people know her name. So it was, it was really fun, um, getting to sing it. Yeah. I think it's one, that's one of the best things about, um, like doing a concert like that is you can bring back, it's not that like, it's not rigidly set in the show. So it's, you can bring back all the like old things and cut songs and new songs and just kind of like let the audience totally experience like the show. Yeah, exactly. It was an awesome, awesome concert. So Mm -hmm. glad. All right. So right now, that's all the news that we have. Because you know, <laughs> some some weeks it's a little bit of a slow week. This week, besides for breaking right now the Lightning Thief tour, it's been a little bit of a slow week. So, <laughs> but I have really some awesome fan questions. So we're gonna move oh, into yeah, fan questions fans. right now. Yeah, I'm really I'm really excited. These are all people. I, my favorite reaction was I I messaged someone. I was like, Hey, do you have any questions? Because I hadn't po- yet posted the um the promo art. And uh-huh. then they just yelled at me like it was. I, <laughs> they just yelled questions at me, and but then they started with, uh, "I was like, hey, do you have any questions for Kristen Stokes? I'm having her as a guest on my podcast." And they just said, "Shut up!" And I was like, "What?" You're like, uh, "All caps." Okay. I was like, "I don't know if this person hates me or not now, but I just wanted uh, questions." But that's not this person. This person, the first question, comes from at future underscore Wednesday who asks, did you or any of the Lightning Thief cast do any martial arts training for the show, like like formal martial arts training? 
Um, sort of. Um, for so the first time uh, we did it in 2014, um, which was a different cast except for me and Sarah Beth, who plays uh, Clarice and others. Mm-hmm. We um, we had a different fight choreographer at the time, and so we really. And he's like a, a professional um, stuntman. Oh. So the stuff and the training that we were doing, it wasn't like necessary like we're taking karate. But, I mean, we're really fighting with swords. We're really fighting with spears. We had like, um, uh, you know, they were like not just like steps. They were like actually spears. And the fights were just insane. We did a lot of them. There was like people sliding and flipping and doing kicks and it was, it was out of control this time. Um, we were like, you know what? That was awesome. But it was like so fast and intense. It was like, you actually need like a movie camera to kind of pick up. It was so much to look at. So we have a different, um, fight coordinator this time. And, uh, and and he was great. We we were really like um, slow and methodical. Everyone um, had a little bit of combat training with um, weapons before, but it was a really nice review. We all learned, you know, it was it's a lot of sword fighting. I would say um, in Lightning Thief, and then um, I got to have the staff, which is really fun. So I've been working with that for like a few years now. So it was fun, like kind of get back into it that is fun yeah and you feel like a badass you're just like oh i'm a superhero this is like what all guys were doing like the avenger movies and stuff like this is super tight you're just like yeah like i only want to do like action hero stuff like once you get into it 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 looks so real i imagine it's like it's just insanely fun it's a workout let me tell you everyone (laughs) loses everyone loses at least 10 pounds doing lightning thief it's so intense it's the new diet it's the new diet phase have you seen george salazar yeah so much weight we all he's doing like like, 90x and stuff too right he's doing insanity insanity my sister did insanity she tried to do it twice and both times she like twisted her ankle and i was like oh my god this isn't this is insane that's why they call it this all right. At th- at is this how I die? Wants to know Uh-oh. what are some of the most memorable memorable gifts that you've gotten? Memorable fan gifts. Um. Uh. Well, there's um a, a super mega fan who um gave us all drawings. Her name is um uh, Kaho, and she's from Japan, and she Ooh. kind of gives all like. She's actually a big, like, um, Joe Iconis fan, and so we okay. all know her from, like, the Joe Iconis fandom, and now she's, like, spread out. She actually got a shout-out from the producers of Dear Evan Hansen when they won Best Musical, um, and so we were like, oh, my God, you got a shout-out, so she's definitely around. If, if she's, um, she's big in the private community, but she does these like really cute little like anime drawings of everyone. And oh, so cute. We, we each got one, which was like, and a bunch of, um, treats from Japan. It was like a huge gift package. She got us, which oh, was yum. so was it, like, was it food treats or was it like just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like candies, little like, um, chocolate sticks and oh, those, all the pokey or what? Yes. 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 They're those so, are so good. good. That was really fun. Um, what uh, a lot of um, a lot of fan art. We love the fan art. People came last night with fan art. It's like 
I love seeing it pop on my Instagram and Twitter. The fan art is like always blows me away. People are making like animations. That's really cool. Um, but I think my my favorite or most memorable gifts are actually um, the the fan letters. Like um, when we would go uh, out the stage door and you know do like a little meet and greet. Um, there would always be like uh, a girl in the audience who looked very nervous and who was like waiting outside. And they were like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to give you this, but you know, I wrote this letter and like, thank you so much. And then I'll like read it on my train ride home. And it's, you know, it's, uh, oh, it's why you do it. That's so nice. Really. Okay. Well, that was a very sweet answer. And now we're going to get weird. Uh <laughs> okay. Let's get weird. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's not totally weird. At uh, the, the dot musical dot trash said Mary <laughs> kiss kill with George oh. Salazar, Chris McCarroll, and James Hayden Rodriguez. Oh, I have to do this. I'm so bad at this. You game. don't have okay. to kill them. Let's just say they go to like a like an island where they can live out their life. Okay. That's you're sending them on a vacation that I'm you don't get to see them. Vacay? You just don't get to see them again. <laughs> Yeah, it's Mary, it's, it's Mary okay, Kiss Vacay. Okay, that's because I want to see everybody again, but I think I have my answer. Okay. It's going to be controversial, All but right. you've let me know twice with these choices. I'm sorry. With these people. That's okay. At the musical it's trash. It's, it's, it's musical <laughs> trash. What have you done to me? Okay. I think I'm going to um, marry Chris McCarroll. Okay. Because he's a sweetie pie. We get along so well. Um... Yeah, we could totally just be married and be like, hang out, chill, and we'll do that the rest of our lives. Um, kiss James, gotta kiss some James. Come on, he's a cutie pie. Um, love James. I'd kiss James. And sorry, George, you're going to an island. <laughs> we have a vacation. I but I do believe you just okay. unleash the kraken of George Salazar fandom. I I don't know if you're ready for this. I freaking love George. I love George. Oh, absolutely. He's the absolutely. Best. Um, but then he can go on his own um, Twitter island with all his fans, and then, you know, he'll be fine. He That's a reality so show. Much I fan mail. George Salazar on an island with all of his fans. I've given him a gift. Yeah, I've given him a gift, actually. All right. All right. And she's, she stands by it. I'm standing by it. Okay. Um, at your dot senpai asked, what's your weirdest memory you've had from the lightning thief? Weirdest memory. Um, can I change weird to funny? Yeah, totally. Cause I don't know. I don't know what a weird, I don't know what a weird memory would be. Um, there are a million funny memories that have happened yeah, um we'll stick with one that, so. was during one of our shows i can't maybe it was previews or something george is about to sing tree on the hill mm -hmm. and which um as you may or may not know is like you know it's like a serious song and yeah. um and we're on this like bus and i'm like in the back of the bus like pretending to sleep and then chris and george are like in the front of this like bus that we've made and i can see them and george's mic has gone out during drive and um and that'll happen sometimes you're like something's wrong with the mix and you're like someone's mic is out because we're all off or something and so it was george and so it's preview and he's 
saying his lines and you're like oh my god his mic is off he has a oh, whole no. song right now no one can go off stage like there's no way to change it like what's happening and then i see james he's like in his next outfit which is like a ghoul in the underworld so he's like yeah. luckily completely like has a black coat cloak on over him and he runs out and the stage is like kind of dark but you can like i see him run out i'm like what is going on right now <laughs> and we have a character in drive gail force is her name she's like the weather announcement girl, and she has this big like tv microphone it's huge um and it says like channel four on it and it's big but it's an actual microphone like it can actually work and so james runs out from backstage with the gail force <laughs> microphone and hands it to george <laughs> right as he's about to sing and it's like oh my god we've gone to oprah winfrey he's like let me tell you about it with this oh. giant microphone in my hand and we were like chris couldn't even look at him he, chris amazing. was like chris like refused to like interact in the scene he was like looked away he was like i'm laughing now like i can't can't do it and then george like started on it and then he shook his head and he's like no and he put it down <laughs> and then he sang the rest of it um acapella that's incredible uh, i wish you would have done the whole thing the whole thing with the I microphone know, no, no one i'm telling you no one would have taken it seriously it was i was dying and i was like not even in that world and that's the other thing like you george would always try to get me to break on like son of poseidon like mm -hmm. i am the worst i'm jimmy fallon of theater like I cannot hold my own. I will always break. Don't even try to like <laughs> break break me as a joke. Like I try to break people and then I break and then it's like jokes on me. So uh, <laughs> you it played was yourself. I played myself. Okay, at ungreen ungreen dot girl dot singing wants to know if you could play anyone other than Annabeth, who would it be and why? <sighs> I. I would play uh, Grover Mr. D. Yeah. I would play Grover Mr. D. I think, I mean, George nails it. We all know that. George mm -hmm. freaking nails it. Um, I would totally love it. Oh, or, or the Luke track. Oh, cool. The Luke track actually would be really fun, too. I would do either of those. That would be a fun one. Um, Luke is really fun because... He also plays so many other characters. Like, he gets to be Ares. He's the Minotaur. Um, the ghoul with he, the uh, with the microphone, with the, the news mic. The microphone, let's not forget. <laughs> yeah, he. it's really fun. And then, you know, you he has, like, a really fun turn at the end. He starts off as the best friend, the buddy. And then, if you know the story, you know, it turns a little, um, he turns a little Anakin Skywalker on everybody. So, yeah. um, that's a, yeah. I always, you know, they always say it, it's more fun to play the villain. I feel like that's true. Yeah. So true. You get to, especially if you have like a swishy cape or something. I mean, if he doesn't have a swishy cape, but if he did, <laughs> I think you that could be, I think that's a good, you can, hey, for the national tour, I, Listen, All we actually right. do have some power here. Swishy cape for Luke, please. Just Swishy a request. Swishy Luke, please. Thank you. Yes. All right. At Wise Owl 333 I have a feeling they're a fan of Annabeth. Great name. <laughs> How did the musical <laughs> format uh, change because of the adaption to a book? Oh. I mean, you didn't write it. I'm not saying. I didn't write it. But I will say I have. I've read all the books. It is uh, wise girl hashtag um, and uh, I've 
been in every, I've been like really lucky. I've been in every single version of this show. I've been in every workshop. So I've gone through every um, rewrite of this show. <laughs> and um, from like the one hour version all the way up to this two hour version. And um, I think. I think there's two things that that's um, that's difficult. One, um, because there's so much material, is that like, you know, it, it could easily be a four-hour show because there's so 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 much there, and so it's like, how do you capture all these intricate storylines? You know, um, and one thing that I've seen a lot, a lot of people as a, a compliment to musical, they say that you guys do it really well. You guys stay really true to the book. Oh, thank you. And I think that's important when you have a book that, I mean, so many kids grew up with it. So many kids are still yep. growing up with it. Yeah. If you have something, I don't have to throw any shade, but if you have something <laughs> that uh, a, a production of it that gets made without, you know, totally sticking to the book or deviating from the book, people get mad. I mean, for any, or like for a, anything. Or like a movie, for example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, uh, there's nothing in particular that we're talking about. Uh, Referencing. When no, you combine you're so all right. the books into one movie, what? Right. No, that. And that's the other thing: the fandom, because they were burned with the films. That's mm. like you know, they we could not do them wrong. And um, Joe Trace, who wrote the book, he is a mega fan. He loves Percy Jackson. Um, he's also just like a champion of the YA novel. Like he. Yeah. He's incredible, and he wanted to make sure the fans were satisfied first and that, you know, people who didn't know the story, it gave them a chance to, you know, follow along because it can get really complicated and confusing, and there's so many elements that you're like, okay, well, if we take that out, is that even going to make sense? And and so they worked their butts off trying to create not only a through line for the person who didn't know the story to create new fans for um, the world and the series, um, but also uh, additionally he put in these little kind of Easter eggs, these little golden nuggets of references throughout from throughout the rest of the series. Like, for instance, Bianca, uh, who's um, a character later on yeah. in the book, she's not in the first lightning thief you know we put a little thing of that or um the damn joke in drive like that's from uh there's lines like there's a lot of the lines that are taken directly from the book which is like oh yeah i mean that's so great it's just you know like that's what people when you hear something's getting adapted you always you're you're tentatively happy because you're like either if they rip everything apart from the book and just use the title but yeah i think it's i think it's good to totally say to you and i think the lightning thief does that Okay. Yeah, he know he knew what the iconic like lines were, and he was like, "These need to stay in." Yeah, which is which is why it's so good to have a, a super fan of the show of the book making the show because it's like, yeah. then, then you're gonna get the good the good bits. Oh yeah, and there's so many bits that we were forced, like you know, the iris message. There's so much stuff that we had in that we're like, okay, we have to cut it out because this is turning too long. So you know. You have to kill your darlings once in a while, but we were aware of every. At least we were aware of what we were keeping and tossing out. You know For what sure. I mean? For sure. Okay. At Lydia Walshrock says, "What type of theater stuff did you do during high school, and when did you decide that theater is what you wanted to do with the rest of your life? Assuming that's what you decided, or if you're going <laughs> to be a TBD. biologist tomorrow? Yeah, TBD. Uh, no, no. This is what I, I'm sticking to. It. I'm. 
I'm holding my own. I'm sticking to I'm sticking to theater and acting. Um, oh my gosh! In high school, what did I do in high school? I got to do Miracle Worker in high school, which was still like very near and dear to my heart. I got to be Helen Keller, oh, which cool. was a, that was like I was like okay. I actually <laughs> to practice. I, uh, you know, I did like a little um, Daniel Day, like, let me get into the character. And I, like, just walk around with your eyes closed. <laughs> no, I put a blindfold on and earplugs in. And I'm like oh walking gosh. around my house. I'm a sophomore in high school and I'm walking around my house and my mom is like, she told me afterwards, she was like, I had no idea what I was doing. Was like, what is happening? And I like had to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, well, how would Helen go to this? So I'm like walking into the room and I just completely run into the wall. Like that <laughs> Easter egg, like bruise on my head. Oh my God. Disaster. Um, I did that in high school. I did um, uh, Into the Woods. Um, oh, what did you play in that? I played Little Red Riding Hood, okay. and that was actually at a um, a college nearby, so that was cool. And kind of to segue into the second part of the question is, um, I'd been doing theater since I was like nine or ten, actually. And my okay. first, my first thing, my first show was a show called Working, um, which is a Stephen Schwartz. And Stud Turkle musical. Yeah. And um, I uh, I did it at a community college because there's a kid in it. And so my mom was actually auditioning. She's in the theater. And so she was like, it was her first show back. So she was like a little nervous. And she's like, Kristen, come audition with me. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. And I was like already like, I like doing talent shows. And I like singing. And da, 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 you know, they were like, she's in kindergarten. She can't be in the talent show. My mom was like, well, I mean, you tell her that. She's like <laughs> doing it. I'm like singing songs acapella. It was, it was dumb. But, um, but yeah, I've been doing, um, uh, I did some children's theater, but mostly I did a lot of um, professional theater with adults growing up. And so I think just from the beginning, I was like, yeah, duh, like, this is this is what I'm going to do. It's it's so much fun. Look, adults are doing it. You can make a living off of it. And so um, I did uh, Gypsy in high school with another professional company called Theater Works. I did Jane Eyre. Yeah, I love Gypsy. I did Jane Eyre. I did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. When I was a freshman in high school, I played Benjamin. I was the only girl who was a <laughs> Um, and uh, Sound of Music that was just so bizarre that you're like why did we do this because I feel like sometimes high school theater it can get you just like what what is happening why do you have a show like that oh god I mean uh, I would I mean we did okay so back to Miracle Worker full circle Mm -hmm. it was really fun but like uh, you're in high school, like, and our theater department like love our theater, but it like some high school theaters are like state of the art. They're like on top of it. We were not, we were not on top of our game, and the set was like it, it was hanging out by a thread. And <laughs> I, one of my best friends at at the time, who was also in the show, he had to like sit on this bench that was attached to this wall that was like hanging on. It, it was like hanging on by strings from the ceiling and anyways he sat on the bench the wall completely crumbled like the set fell apart oh like it's one of the, like if someone had been videotaping and there was youtube like it would be one of those videos like it was 
a disaster. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. Okay, this next question comes from at Mendel's Spork, who asks, what is your favorite creature from Greek mythology? Ooh, I would have to say... um, I, mean, I don't know if they count as like a creature, but I, I think the sirens are so cool. I've always been fascinated by the sirens, and um, I always love to see how um, how they're done in movies. Actually, because yeah. like, you get you get something like Oh Brother Where Art Thou, where they're like these beautiful, like folky kind of like um, like natural naturalistic like goddesses but they're oh, very that's like the crazy just... that's the odyssey movie we watched that in my yes. english class it's with george yes. clooney right george clooney yeah yes, george right clooney. and they, it's like in the south in like the 1940s uh-huh. or something right it's yes. like old time and they like go that's a crazy that's a cool very very cool movie if you like Greek mythology, yeah. that's a great movie it's a great movie i actually i need to watch it again it's been a long time but yeah that's a great movie but like the sirens there they're like just these beautiful women like bathing in a river whereas Oh gosh, I can't remember what movie I just saw them in, but there were sirens portrayed in another movie, and they were gorgeous. And then as you got closer to them, you saw that it was actually like uh, an illusion, and they turned into these like hags with fangs, and they're like, oh, cool. so it got like a little scary. So, um, but just the idea of the siren song and like what that sounds like, and these these kind of like mystical like uh female beings i i love that and that was actually one of my favorite parts um going back to the lightning thief in um sea of monsters when percy and annabeth are um sailing across the sea and annabeth is like um i want to hear the siren song like uh, tie me up like i'm whatever i say like oh do yeah not, do not let me go swim to them put on earplugs like i'm doing this and um, and I thought that was so ingenious of Rick to be like, yeah, the siren song is actually they tell you what you like your future, like what you need to know. They tell you your dreams and um, it's enticing. You want you want to hear, you know, so for sure. I, I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say for me personally, I think the Pegasuses are really cool. That's not technically great. That's, uh, that's yeah. more like it's Greek mythology, but it's also it's a little more lightning thief. I would love I would just love a Pegasus. That would be just fly around all the time. It's a horse that flies, and it's, like, beautiful colors. Come on. Yeah, nothing's better. Okay. At broad.gaze wants to know, if you were a dog, what breed would you be? Oh, my God, easy bulldog. For sure? Like the little French ones? Those are my favorite dogs in the whole world. I mean, I don't know. The regular one or the French bulldogs? Because there's a difference. English bulldog. Okay. English bulldogs are my favorite dogs in the entire world. Whenever I see one, I'm like, it's a good omen. I'm like, oh, that's like a good luck sign. I love English bulldogs. It's an now, omen. <laughs> they're omens for me. They're like, you will have a good day today. I'm like, ah, it's like a four-leaf clover for me. I'm like, oh, my God, I saw a bulldog today. Yes. That's amazing. Um, I go crazy for bulldogs. Now, does that mean that I'm actually a bulldog? Yeah. Probably, actually. I was going to say, like, I'm not as... I'm, bulldogs are, like, really smelly. Um, <laughs> but I definitely... Uh, I can definitely, like, hunker down like a bulldog. They have, like, a lot of, like, ground weight. Yeah. Um, some, like, when I was little, I had like, an underbite. Or, like, <laughs> or, like, a bulldog. When I get mad, I kind of act 
that way. Um, yeah, so maybe part bulldog, part, I don't know, like cow chow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, bulldogs. Bulldog for one, sure, maybe. for sure, for sure. That's a good one, that's a good one. Um, okay, this next question comes from Leslie Odom Dot Jr., who is not oh, the real Leslie Odom Jr. Not the real Leslie. Though I did get really, really excited for a second when I got sent this question, and I was like, it's Leslie Odom Jr., he wants to know. And then I was like, he doesn't know. And then it was not. It was just a fan. But good, nonetheless, good that I'm still excited. Okay, so what would your superhero name be, and what is one power that you would have? Oh my gosh. Um, um, well, one time my friend had a superhero party, and I went as Captain Karma. Okay. Um, I feel like I made a slogan for myself, but I can't even remember. That would be and amazing, my... because you would just give <laughs> terrible people their bad karma, <laughs> and do? give good people, like, their good karma. Exactly. That's, the, like, the most satisfying job in the world. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, that's gotta be it. I'm here, I'm here to balance the force. <laughs> She's the balancing force in the world. That's right. That's right. I love that. What would that costume even be? Just like scales. Uh, definitely a, a cape, duh. Oh, yeah. Swishy we, cape. We talked about this. We need cape. Although, since The Incredibles, the movie, like I've rethought about capes. Like, See, I don't know. There's just something. I, I love that movie. I used to have that movie as a as an audio tape that I would just listen to. So I knew <gasps> That's all a great the, idea. Like, I just, I don't know. It, got, it was like an extra in the, like, the package of DVDs, and I would just listen to it on, like, on my like, CD player. And I, would just I need look, that. So I know all the audio. But I, I, I go back and forth because there's just something so dramatic about a cape. And as a theater yeah. person, just capes are, theatrically, capes are, like, it. It's capes yeah. and long flights of stairs. That, like yeah. the two yeah. best things in theater. Oh my god, totally. totally. So I, agree. I, I mean, you have to do a cape, and then like, you know, just give. And then you could swish your cape dramatically as you give people yeah. their karma. Hello. Yeah, maybe like a half cape. Oh yeah. Good. Just like yeah. just enough to swish. Exactly. Okay. All right. So this next question. Oh, this is a slew of questions. They sent me a bunch, and I like them <gasps> all. From I love this username at George Salad Bar. Oh, I know. I've seen that George Salad's bar. Before. It's a good. I love it. This is the person who told me to shut up, and I was like, ah. No, you're like okay. Yeah, but I, but they, it was it was excitement. Um, also, don't be mad at me for my previous. I'm sending George on an island. I'm sending him to you. Comment. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the first one of their slew of I was only really three questions, but I okay. I can choose. If you had to lose a limb, which one would it be? <gasps> oh God. <gasps> I take all of these hypothetical questions like way too serious. I'm, I'm so bad. Like if someone's like, "Would you rather die of freezing or burn a fire?" I'm and like, then you just have an existential crisis. Why am I? I do. I have an. Existential you ruin everyone's crisis. night. You're just shaking on the floor. <laughs> basically, basically. Oh God, if I had to lose a limb. I mean, that means like a whole arm. That can't just be like a finger, right? Yeah. Mm, I would lose. Gosh, I mean, there's only four I can choose, right? Like, like right. I would say arm. maybe you can do like hand or foot. Them, okay, I think that's kind you, of a limb. That's kind of a limb. Yeah, but like an ear doesn't count as a limb, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
can't be like the tip of my ear. Just lose your ear and then keep parting your hair on that one, on one side exactly. and just cover it. Just like a little bite mark. Um, I would lose. Oh, Holly. Uh, uh, okay, my left hand. See, here's the thing. I was just thinking about this as you were thinking. There's, what? There's a performer. It, it, she's a, I think she's a performance artist or like a pop singer or something. And she has these, She's she ha, has had one of her legs amputated or whatever. She doesn't uh-huh. have one of her legs. And she makes these amazing like prosthetics. So it'll be Ooh. like a, like these, like a sharp, like, uh, like cone or like this, like crystal, like beautiful, like sculpture thing. So I think I would do that. Like, yeah. I think I would lose a leg and then just replace it with, like, a spike. Like a, yeah, like a chrome like really spike cool. or, like, just some really cool stuff or, like... Totally. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be I practical at all, but it would That's go great. Okay. It would go great with my cave, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a hand and then I'll get, like, a cool gold hand, like, Jamie Lannister and then just be like... Good. Oh, yeah. Or, like, um... What other show? Uh, there, I just Captain I, Hook. Captain Hook, or um, what is Donna. it in Star Wars? In Star Wars, someone loses a hand, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know yeah. if it's a, uh, yeah. Just, Luke. Yeah. Luke loses his hand. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But so if you haven't seen, seen Star Wars from <laughs> the nineteen seventies, <laughs> then you have some catching up to do. Then guess what? This is your recommendation. Yeah. Okay. This uh, this next one from George Salabar says, "If you were actually a demigod, who would be your mm-hmm. godly parent?" You, as Chris did, who would be right. a godly parent? Um, I would say, um, which, well, gee, I don't know if this would even like be accurate, but um, I would say Artemis. Okay, goddess of the hunt. The goddess of the hunt. Although in the books, Rick's books, you know, she she like takes young maidens, and so she doesn't actually. Oh her, yeah. Her children are basically like women she's given immortality to. Um, so. Oh, she has those that whole warrior. I told. I'm like literally yeah. all just flooding back at me. She has that like whole warrior group. <laughs> all her. coming back to me. It's. That's funny that you would sing that because I was literally singing that this morning to my cat. What? I, w- I was. I had a, your cat? I had a karaoke version. I was alone in my apartment <laughs> and I was making breakfast, singing it oh to my, my cat. God. And I was like, oh I have, and then like halfway through the song, I was like, I have neighbors. I have a neighbor have above me. I have a neighbor next to me. I have neighbors. <laughs> I'm sure and they don't want this. they're living for every moment of this rendition right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Artemis. Artemis is... Yeah, I have to, I mean, I, I will say I feel like it's boring because directly Annabeth, but when I was a kid growing up learning about Greek mythology, I always thought um, uh, 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 Athena was the bomb. So she was kind of always my go-to goddess yeah. growing up. Um, so just to like spice up my answer, I'm going to say Artemis because she's a badass and, and Apollo is also cool. He's tight. I could be daughter of Apollo, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, Artemis, goddess of the hunt. That would be cool. Then you get the silver arrows and all that. Yeah. Come on. And you get to like kind of live forever and just be like amazing and badass. And Would you want, okay. I think the only way I would want to live forever if I was is, is if I was with Artemis and got to do like cool stuff like that because yeah. living forever terrifying. Well, now here's the hitch though: like they're like immortal. I'm, but I misspoke. They don't live forever. They're just like immortal. So it's like we would stay the same as we are now, and then, but if we get mortally wounded, like 
that's it. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's like slightly different. They don't but like, like they. It's not like they can't die. It's just that they don't. They they're like age. frozen in time, but can die. Exactly. Exactly. This. this is just a question that t- popped off my head. Did you guys get to meet Rick Riordan? During the <gasps> no, show? we oh. didn't. We wanted to, and we were always like, "Did he sneak in?" He's very, um, you know. Uh, we actually, uh, Mariette, Marietta, his publisher, she is amazing, and she has been such a mega fan of the show from day one. She's our cheerleader. She's at. She was at the concert last night. She's amazing, and she's kind of like. Um, you know, she, she, she speaks for Rick basically. And, um, and, uh, she had been wanting to try to get him to come see it, but, um, she always said that two things. One, he's kind of like the Greek gods where like, he's like your father where you're like, oh, I just want to, you know, we all felt like we're like, we're doing this for you, Rick. You just come and notice us. If you just... Come on, like it was all like very real. We're like when we're talking. You guys were actually doing the campfire song about Rick. About Rick, exactly. We're like, you're really Poseidon. Like, come on, like. But then, like, as soon as he like tweets something, like, I hear it's going great. The fans are so happy. We're like, oh, dad. (laughs) You know. But um, Marietta's always said that Rick was like so happy with like how everything was going, and and he, but. Without seeing it, he was always so supportive because he was getting all the reports back from her. And um, he's just, you know, he's still writing the books. He's still, like, in the universe. And so she said that he's very protective of, A, the books, especially after getting burned from the movies. So even if this was an amazing production, like, you know, he wrote the OGs. So it's like, I'm sure as much as the fans were like, oh, you didn't have, like, the 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 love ride or whatever with the spiders like he would be mm-hmm. 10 times more feeling that loss you know oh, okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. i'm sure and so and because he's still in the world it's like if i don't know if i guess if he would go back to watch lightning thief he'd be like oh but i'm in this other like new world now and yeah, yeah. he's in his own process but needless to say without us ever getting to meet him or who knows? Maybe he was there in disguise. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing. But he was always a fan, which we, which we loved and needed, frankly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, and then this last question is the last one. Is also from George Salazar, who says, "Can you give us your best George Salazar impression of Terrible Day?" Oh my God. Um. Yes. Oh God. Okay. What is some of his, like, stuff he does? Uh, what are some of his, like, funny lines? He goes, um... Uh, Dionysus, god of wine. Yeah, the gods are real. Yippee-skippy. Next! That's good. I love it. I love it. Uh, George always, like, song. puts these, like, isms into everything. Like, wine. We're like, George, don't be an idiot. I or, love like, when people pronounce their W's like that. We get it. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like my Ida professor that did that. And we would always try to get him to say words with W's because he'd be like, everyone get out your white paper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. Yes. That's so I funny. Love that. All right. Well, that's, that is all the questions. That's all the questions that we have, all the fan questions. Thank you so much for everyone who uh, fan questioned and commented, and we enjoyed answering these. I'm sure I didn't enjoy answer, answer that many of them. But <laughs> you did. You did on some of them. I did a, I did a couple of them, yeah. 
Um, Kristen, is there anything that you would like to shamelessly plug as of this point in time? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much to the fans. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for your questions. They were great. Um, I love them. Me and the rest of the Lightning Key fan, we love you guys so much. So just kind of thank you from all of us. Uh, shameless plug, next Monday, um, I'm going to be at 54 Below again with Chris McCarroll and George Salazar. Ooh, that doesn't um, sound like a concert to miss. I know, it's going to be fun. We're singing um, with a bunch of other really talented folks. Um, it's a, a Ingrid Michaelson oh, concert. Yeah. Oh, okay, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be tight. I'm really excited. Um, so don't miss that. 54 Below next Monday, which is September... September 3rd. No, September 4th. Okay. September 4th. September 4th at 9.30, so... Definitely get your tickets. Um, and then, yeah, always, like, uh, check can, out my Instagram. Yeah, I was about to say, where can the people find you? People can find me on Instagram, um, at Chitty Balone. I have a very unusual Instagram name. Would you like uh, to just briefly explain that? Because I was a little confused. Because I was searching for you, and I was like, like where's what? your Instagram? Who is this? <laughs> Chitty Balone is, um, God, I, I mean, that, if. Uh, that was actually gonna be my other answer. If I'm not Captain Karma, I'm Chitty Balone. It's kind of like my alter ego. Oh, I love that name. Um, I've gone to Burning Man before. If you've heard of that, you, wait, you burn. That's that. I'm a is, that who, is that who you became? That's my playa name. So when you go to Burning Man, um, you know you can use your regular name or you can use a different name, and that's um, that's kind of like my Burning Man name. But I had it even before Burning Man, so. That's kind of like the short answer, but yeah, right. it's like my, it's like, you know, she's just An like, alter ego. Bal- she's, she's Chitty, chitty Balong. She's Chitty Balong. That sounds like a wonderful, like a uh, 1940s, like detective. <laughs> like, well, who do we got to see? We got to go see Chitty Balong. Oh, we got to go see Chitty Balong over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So that's basically, I mean, Chitty Balong is whoever you want her to be. However you All interpret right. Chitty Balong. But okay. So that's my Instagram, Chitty Balong. You spell that C-H-I-T-T-Y underscore B-A-L-O-N-E. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at K underscore stoked, S-T-O-K-E-D. Um, and then also I have a website where, you know, I try to keep updated with all my latest like concerts and stuff. Um, sometimes I put my own original music up there and uh, I always have like videos from different um, things that I'm doing, so definitely um, check that out. And that's just kristenstokes.com. And Kristen with an I N. I ain't no E N girl. No. No. I N. I N. Yeah. So kristenstokes.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes. It was, so I, fun. First episode. You can find me at oh uh, Broadway Beat Podcast on Instagram. At B-Way Beat Podcast on Twitter. Please go follow me there. I have like 12 followers. And <laughs> not after this. And then I also have a website um, that's just BroadwayBeatPodcast.com. You can listen to Broadway Beat Podcast if you're not already listening to it on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. And yeah, it's good. Uh, we have some super, super exciting guests coming up. I, <gasps> I will, yeah, it's, I can tell Kristen, but I can't tell you guys. It's gonna be, <gasps> it's gonna be great. Yay! All right. Well, here here we are at the end. 
Um, don't forget to follow us everywhere and uh, have a great day. Have a great day. It, I don't care if there's 10 minutes left in your day. Have a great day. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.